Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Podcast with Shift Density, a series where we talk about different aspects of sexuality and mental health education. My name is Shivli. I am the founder of Shift Density and I am a counseling psychologist and a sexuality educator. In this episode we are going to be talking about online dating and mental health. We believe that online dating can be a liberating and fun experience if done responsibly. For that we have with us Tanisha who is the co-founder of Sangya project and is a close friend and a sex and sexuality writer. So thank you so much for joining us Tanisha. Thanks so much for having me. Really excited yeah. to be here with you. Yes. So, um Tanisha, let's just dive into understanding what do you understand by the term dating? I think dating can mean a lot of different things for different people, but it's to me it's about looking for someone that you can have romantic and maybe sexual um chemistry with. and just trying to gauge mm-hmm. if this person can play the role of a partner in your life for a certain period of time maybe just temporarily maybe you want to date them just for a couple of months and you already know it off the bat or maybe you're trying to gauge if this person can be a full-time long-term partner for you in your you know long yeah. life so it where you're just testing the waters with somebody and trying to figure out whether you two are compatible yeah. first there is dating and then maybe there is like a committed relationship or like a which is like a longer term more serious version of it and then you know maybe like based on whatever then the partner's need then like a future of that which is i think very fairly new because um if we look at the generations before us this kind of a thing did not happen there was quite a strict standing of how uh, there is you growing up and then suddenly just getting married maybe there is like a grace period given before marriage but that seems to be the only way to quote and quote settle down so that is dating what do you understand by online dating well in a very basic sense i would say that online dating is the idea of gauging the same thing and and testing waters the exact same way except you're doing it in a virtual space so i wouldn't limit it to the idea of using apps that are designed specifically for dating but if you're just interacting on any online um space and you're getting to know each other and seeing if this can be more than what it is right now then that is also a form of online dating Okay so let's talk about online dating for a bit. So um you were talking about the dating apps and I think uh, ever since the lockdown started in India with because of the coronavirus um these apps also really uh, picked up their game and uh, made it more uh, online dating friendly and uh, there are so many researches now talking about how it's been very meaningful for people but also talking about different other online spaces could you give an example of those i would say twitter and instagram and maybe even facebook for a lot of people are uh, spaces that mm-hmm. were not designed for dating but are still helping people out in uh, meeting potential partners and just connecting with people because 
we can't really control where we meet someone that we might connect with right so it can really yeah. happen anywhere and any time yeah that's very true and when we are talking about online dating um i think you will agree with me when we say that you know earlier before the lockdown there was this constant thought that you know maybe these on dating apps are for like temporary relationships or maybe like hookups or uh just for like looking for potential uh sexual partner for casual uh relationships but now mm-hmm. it's become more uh much more solid that way what do you think about that yeah i think um it's also interesting because now we have more options to choose from right like there was a time where uh well, i'm going to sound really old when i say this i think but uh <laughs> tinder was like the only dating app that most of us really knew about so hmm. at the time tinder was for anything between just meeting someone for a one off hookup to actually considering the possibility of having a full fledged relationship with the person but yeah. later when apps like bumble and hinge and a couple of others started really gaining momentum and and becoming more mainstream then people started to you know distinguish what app is for what purpose so i know that within my social circles at least a lot of people say that you know tinder is the app that they would turn to if they're just looking for a casual hookup if they yeah. want something that might be more meaningful and lead to more um, vulnerable conversations and open um discussions on things then they are more likely to look for someone on hinge so now every platform has a specific purpose to you know um, serve a particular need in our lives and it's very yeah. interesting to see that shift happen i think what uh, what is something which is very amazing is that seeing uh, how they are very uh, queer friendly also which is quite uh, wonderful because it gives people who are yeah, looking for exploring their sexuality a chance if i can just talk about my experience of being a queer affirmative therapist um i see quite a lot of my clients talk about uh, feeling more comfortable in an online space uh, looking for a same sex partner or looking for just exploring their sexuality as compared to them doing that offline here you can easily test your waters too in a a safe and respectful manner yeah and i think using the example of um people exploring their sexuality especially when they're queer individuals is so important because a lot of us and i'm including myself in this example because i'm also a queer person and when we mm-hmm. came into this world we didn't immediately have contacts with other queer people a lot of us grew up in environments where people around us were mostly straight and they didn't identify as straight because they had just assumed that the norm was straight and therefore we were also told that the norm is for us to be straight so when you're growing up as a teenager and slowly you know figuring out that you're not actually straight and you're different from the people who are immediately around you it's very difficult then to step outside of those social circles and actively find people who are like minded or who understand that you're a queer person or who may be queer themselves so having access to online spaces has also changed the game now because now it's become more and more like it doesn't really matter that much if you don't have um people in your immediate circles who completely understand you 
because mm-hmm. it's easier to get in touch with people from across the globe and just speak to someone who may have more in common with you so while we are discussing the benefits or the you know the upsides of dating online um i'm also aware that there are some downsides of it too let's bring about um, what could be the downsides of it but not in a way to scare people but maybe to make them a little aware of if this is happening to also uh, explore their sexuality in a safe manner so um tanisha why don't you uh, and i talk a little bit about um maybe some of the terms that are very popular in online dating culture and what does what do they mean and uh, how to work with that yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's a uh, that's a really good question um before we jump into the different phrases that uh, talk about how interacting with people online can also have downsides um i also wanted to add that you need to remember that even if it is a dating app and even if you are just using it for like casual dating or casual conversations um you should always pause and ask yourself what am i really doing this for and what have i got to lose like as an anxious person i ask myself this question before i do virtually anything in my life mm-hmm. but uh, especially with uh, using digital digital platforms and uh, social media this question really helps because if you are looking for basic human connection mm-hmm. and not just casual dating then that does put you in an emotional space where you might have more to lose than someone who is just trying to casually date mhm that is um where these terms and definitions really come in because when we're talking about words like ghosting or breadcrumbing or orbiting um before we explain what those terms fully mean they're basically um these instances where you and the person that you have been interacting with in a virtual space may not be on the same page yeah so there's a sort of break or a, a drift in conversation and communication where you're suddenly left wondering if something has gone wrong if this person doesn't want to speak to you anymore then was it because of something you did or was it because of something you said and it just leaves you in this very confused space of not knowing why that happened yeah so um the yeah. first type is ghosting where someone just completely disappears from conversation um, after any period of time it could be that they spoke to you for two days and then just never replied again um maybe even went to the extent of unmatching with you so you don't see their profile on the app anymore mm-hmm. um it can also be when someone has moved from talking to you on the dating app to speaking on say whatsapp or instagram or whatever and suddenly they're not replying to you there anymore or they've again unfollowed or blocked you there so you can't speak to them anymore um okay so that's ghosting what else uh, is there there's also orbiting and orbiting is actually one that uh, personally annoys me a fair bit it's when a person mm-hmm. doesn't make direct contact with you anymore or maybe they do it once in a blue moon but they're not really speaking to you anymore but you know that they're still sort of in your vicinity or or keeping check on you in some way because you're still getting notifications from them and you can see that they're still watching your stories maybe even responding to your stories on Instagram so 
they have this mm. vague presence and in your life and they're still sort of checking on you and checking around you um, from time to time but they're never really stepping up and speaking to you directly so quite literally it's like an orbit because this person is just revolving around mm-hmm. you but not making direct contact yeah have like a hovering around you but not speaking yeah. with you i can imagine the person who's being orbited uh them feeling totally confused about it ki either talk to me or just you know don't i think that is a very confusing state okay moving on the next is bread crumbing bread crumbing is basically when uh the person keeps you on the bay i think uh let me just like talking to you, you know, sometimes me... and then disappearing and throwing you like small kernels of affection before disappearing again i think like yeah it's, it's like when you lead somebody bread crumbing is basically when you lead somebody on romantically but uh but then you know and the person gets tempted towards you and then you suddenly go like no but i was not uh, interested so it's like they are playing this side this side of a like hot and cold kind of a thing yeah <laughs> where they lead you on and like kind of lure you, lure you towards attention and like flattery and things like that but then suddenly they are also a bit distant they will be cold they will not really re- reply so that also could be something which is a bit manipulative in nature yeah um and then i think when we are talking about scene zoning which is very similar to orbiting i think or maybe not but scene zoning basically means when the person is um like looking at your messages looking at you trying to contact you uh, trying to contact them but at the same time not giving replies or not giving enough replies maybe one word replies which is not really uh there like which is not very helpful for yeah. you in a uh long term of sorts and it really keeps you on bay uh you know whenever uh, like or or it could also be you know you replying and then them uh replying hours later wherein you can see that they are uh, like virtually online mm. and you know looking at your messages uh when i say that i'm also very careful that there are times where people do reply after hours later but that could be because they are genuinely busy but the only difference here with scene zoning is that you can see that they are not busy or you can see that they are um you know pretending to be busy yeah so um that could be the difference the thing with uh scene zoning is also that like if the person really is invested in speaking to you but just happens to be busy they will come back with a reasonable explanation or or like a conversation and say that hey this is what happened and this is why i couldn't get back to you earlier but i'm here now so people yeah. set those boundaries in communication very clearly and say that hey i can't be there for you right now but i will be there like a couple of hours later or hey i'm sorry i wasn't there for you this weekend but i'm here now that helps and that clears up the line of communication so that would then not qualify as scene zoning because that is someone who is genuinely busy or overwhelmed or dealing with something and couldn't be there for you but scene is more yeah. like it's it's a little 
it comes across as a little apathetic because the person is not really giving you clarity on whether they can be there for you at a later time or if they even want to be there for you there's just no like signal coming from their end that gives you that clarity very well said and i think the last one is catfishing hmm uh, do you know about catfishing <laughs> yeah uh, catfishing is when you basically pretend to be someone you're not in your account which can be something as um seemingly harmless as using a fake name but it can also be as extreme as using a fake name fake pictures complete fake identity fake personality fake location everything like it can be anywhere on yeah. the spectrum of pretending to be someone you're not especially to you know um lower the other person's guard and make them trust you with more ease than they normally would yeah and while we are talking about this let's talk a little bit about that so catfishing could be uh something that somebody does intentionally to um you know probably like you're saying lower the guards and kind of make them trust you and then probably use that trust to do something which uh like probably in in dating scenario it could be you know get like your nude pictures and then probably use it for um something you know uh but then there are also people who feel quite afraid to reveal their identity in a dating website hmm. and they do end up using a fake name or a fake id hmm. now my question to you with that is how are these two things different well i think um i think there are ways to explore this safely without making yourself more vulnerable than you need to be or um compromising on your right to privacy um if mm-hmm. the, if you're coming from a space of wanting to interact without um putting yourself in danger and not with the intention of oh i'm going to trick this person into trusting me and and sharing personal info with me then there is a way to mm-hmm. express that like you can use a fake name but also be upfront about the fact that you're using a fake name you can put up pictures that don't anybody exactly. face like why put a model's face or google stock images of somebody else and pretend to be that person when you can just say hey i'm not ready to show you my face right now so um i think that bare minimum level of authenticity and honesty can still be shared in these conversations while making sure that you are not revealing your identity and putting yourself at risk especially like for queer people or people who live in households where this kind of virtual interaction would be frowned upon so um it makes sense that you would want to protect your privacy you can do that without um fooling the other person let's then move towards how does mental health kind of get gets affected for people who are navigating their like relationships online or dating online so what do you think are possible things that could happen to people who are um figuring out online relationships um i think there's a lot of boundary setting and defining your needs that needs to happen in the early stage right because let's talk with the least um 
malicious one that we talked about which is scene zoning scene zoning can happen like very frequently right off the bat when you start talking to someone and if you don't already have yeah. a conversation in the beginning saying that hey i will not be able to always reply to you immediately but i will reply to you in my own time and these are the times in the day that i might have a little more availability to offer you like if that conversation doesn't happen then you may start off your conversation itself from a very anxious and stressed space where you're constantly wondering why this person won't reply to you so yeah i think that would be yeah and best case scenario of you having an unpleasant uh, interaction with someone on a digital platform but from there onwards it can get so much worse yeah and while we are talking about this i also want to bring in for people that um you know because it is an online platform and a lot of us are very very new to it it could be very difficult for people to actually safely navigate it when we are talking about uh, things like sexting things mm. like uh opening yourself up vulnerably and talking to somebody emotionally i think with all of that it's very important for us to um you know maintain that boundary to also keep our emotions in check because i feel that a lot of people miss the fact that even online dating is dating we are also a generation that really expresses very well online and there are a lot of online spaces which are very helpful you know there are people who um uh, find more uh, uh, actually during the corona period we also found out that there were more people uh, who found a lot of space and support virtually so we are also talking about how beneficial these online spaces could be but at the same time these are possible things that could happen and if you're keeping like a lookout for it maybe that would be um uh, helpful for you i think before stepping into these spaces and navigating your boundaries with another person it's best to sit by yourself and figure out what your personal boundaries and what your personal needs are i am again this is coming from a very skeptical and paranoid space but i feel like mm-hmm. the more questions you have answered for yourself before you step into the space the easier it is to you know set up boundaries and say no i will absolutely not do this thing because it puts me at risk so mm-hmm. if you are someone who can get in trouble with your family or your peers or maybe even the people that you study or work with then it's understandable that you may want to be a little careful with revealing your identity on these platforms maybe you want to use a vague picture that does not have your face in it or you want to use a nickname or a code name instead of your actual name and all of those would be okay for you to do to be able to have your name on these dating apps to be able to have your picture on these dating apps so important for you to know because like uh, you were saying that a lot of these miscommunications happen probably a bit confused on what you are looking for and it's completely okay for you to uh, be confused but i think the more uh, you explore within yourself of what are the things that you are comfortable with the more easier it is for you to also explain that to the other person and then figure it out and also i would like to say that i think it's very common for people to have 
trauma related to dating or if somebody is mm. talking about something because it's such a vulnerable space right um although you have not seen the person but still it's a vulnerable space and you are sharing something with them and it's very common for you to uh sometimes maybe relive some of those experiences that you're talking about or talk about something that uh, comes up which is very difficult for you to digest and it's completely okay for you to uh take that time off to figure this out within yourself and then get back to them just keep in uh mind that you are telling them about you know i need some space some mental health space for me to uh figure this out and then get back to you maybe that would be really helpful what do you think tanisha yeah no that's a that's a really good point and um i actually wanted to bring a bit of a personal story up if that's okay yeah yeah definitely i really like this conversation about being clear about your own intents and knowing exactly what you're looking for because it helped me a lot with making sure that i stayed safe uh in my virtual interactions quite literally uh what happened is um i think a couple of years ago i had started using multiple dating apps at the same time just to see which one would be the right fit for me and which one i should like properly commit my time and energy to mm-hmm. and i met two people roughly around the same time on the same app okay mm-hmm. and um, i hit it off with both of them there was a really nice connection there with each person and everything was going pretty well um except months later i found out that guy number 1 actually had a bit of a history with being abusive to other people mhm and that brought up a lot of stuff for me because when i found out through my circles of friends and acquaintances that this person had this kind of history it made me realize that um like i could have potentially been reliving things that had already happened to me in the past and that was a really scary thing to find out and deal with and guy number 1 was also the person who was sort of nudging me towards dating him when i was sort of just on the fence saying no i just like talking to people i'm here on this app just to see where um these connections take me yeah and which is a very wild thing you know that people do just get into dating apps to just test the waters so that's understandable yeah and and person number 2 was someone that didn't put that kind of pressure on me and didn't insist that we had to date or go on a first date just because we had met on dating app and today there one of my dearest friends who i have like a really good connection with and can actually depend on when i have some of my worst days mm. so i think it helps to know your boundaries that well because it then becomes easier to see which people on these dating spaces are actually respecting those boundaries and allowing things to flow naturally and not sort of cornering you and you know expecting to manipulate or orchestrate a situation that suits their desires best. Yeah. Like things went well between me and person number 2 because we were happy to just see where it goes and we realized that we would make really good friends to each other. Yeah. Person number 1 was just being pushy and I'm glad I went with that instinct and said no about I mean said no to the person and refused to meet them because it turns out that they had a history of being pushy with other people. Hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? You will find people of all sorts when you are looking around and uh, 
it doesn't necessarily always um have to end up well or have to even end up in some way sometimes things can just you know stop organically also i am quite happy that we are having this conversation tanisha do you have anything else to uh, give to our listeners as a way of self care tips oh uh, yeah i i have way too many <laughs> okay let's get into I'd it say- the first one is like i said to make sure you are very very clear about your intents and your boundaries mm-hmm. um i think it's very easy for us sometimes to enter online spaces and to make it all about what the other person is looking for and what the other person needs from us and then you end up compromising on your own safety and your own needs mm-hmm. um to make the interaction more nice and wholesome which is not something you have to do and it's not something that you will end up doing when you already know that you just want to speak to someone and can only practically like speak to them in the evenings because maybe you're working through the day or maybe you can only speak to them on weekends because the week is really busy for you yeah so when you have those things figured out for yourself and you know that you can put your foot down and say no i am not going to do this thing for this other person because i genuinely cannot offer them this mm-hmm. that makes it easier for you to then gauge if people are respecting those boundaries and respecting what you're looking for and are bringing something to the table that is actually compatible with who you honestly are underneath all the niceties that we have to do on these online spaces yeah so that's one um two i would say take your time there's really no rush there's no um like there really shouldn't be this pressure of oh we've spoken for two days or two weeks so now it's about time that we meet in person no if you don't trust them or you don't trust the situation or you're simply just not ready for it that's completely fine you take your time and you look out for people who are willing to put in the time for you as well yeah and respect the fact that you need time yeah um three i would say make sure that you spend some time away from these dating apps and away from these conversations as well because it helps with your self care and with your mental health if you actually have some time away from um, other people so you can practically assess how you're doing in these situations like a lot of times we may have unhealthy interactions with a person but we can't fully see it because we're constantly interacting with them and we're constantly distracted by the next new thing that comes up in conversation and we don't know what's happening yeah but you can step back from those conversations and sometimes it's something as you know mundane as like you're washing your dishes or you're taking a shower or you're just working and suddenly it hits you that this conversation that you had with the person 3 days ago or 3 weeks ago was something that made you uncomfortable and you want to address it mm-hmm. so taking that time to just spend some time with yourself and to check in with how you're feeling um that can also go a long way with you being able to continuously offer this level of authenticity and vulnerability to someone on an online platform yeah and lastly um you should also try using apps like telegram if you want to continue speaking to the person off the dating app but also want to maintain a certain level of privacy and security because people cannot take screenshots of your chats with them on Telegram you can send pictures and immediately delete them after even videos can be deleted um 
so maybe telegram is a space where you can have deeper and and longer conversations with the person while also making sure that your private information is not being compromised the way it would on any other um platform yeah so yeah your safety first is what i would basically say is the crux of how to stay safe when um dating online yeah this is so wonderful thank you so much for doing that because now <laughs> i think it's a very well put and like i think the only thing that i could add to that was uh, i was thinking about how people should not uh, if they are sexting please try not to put your face in it um yeah because then it can uh, really like you know or or maybe you know that can be one of the ways that you can be safe while sexting and um, but otherwise it's such a wonderful like wholesome list of things that people can do and i really hope that the listeners are being able to uh, get some pointers for themselves and be able to um, you know date more safely um Th- thank yeah. you for coming tanisha and being uh, so vocal about uh, online dating i think um, it's very important for the youths uh, right now to just understand that online dating is not a bad thing it's just that we need to yeah. uh, have more uh, clarity towards it because definitely we are moving to much more technological world and if we uh, like embracing it and using it for our benefit is the only way that we can really take it forward what do you think yeah i agree i think um, a lot of the factors behind why we can still sometimes feel so unsafe online is simply because for a lot of us we had to transition from interacting without any online spaces to suddenly interacting so heavily on online spaces yeah. right like our age group is the one that had to be introduced to the world of being yeah so um yeah so for us and for the generation after us it's very crucial for us to understand that safety the idea of safety does not change just because you're in a virtual space yeah. it just means that you have to assert your boundaries in a slightly different way maybe yeah. and maybe you have to be a little more um cautious of those boundaries beforehand on these uh, digital spaces yeah. but the idea of putting your safety first remains the same whether online or in real yeah space. Okay so I'm going to um uh, wrap it up with one more thing and that is always 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 trust your gut because if you are having a gut instinct of something um that you think could be uh, possibly not going well then uh, trust it uh, see where it is coming from this idea if it is something which is are uh, really happening or if it is just a threat or like a trauma response check where uh, like mm. if you want you can also communicate it with the person and see how they react to it you know if they are reacting in a supportive and respecting manner then that's great and if they are reacting as if they um are trying to get off the responsibility or not uh, or denying your reality then maybe that's not a great um uh, great response so with that yeah 
uh thank you so much for joining in for the podcast and i hope this gives you some thoughts uh to take by and um we will at shift density bring out more topics for you to um learn about and explore your sexuality and mental health much more safely thank you for joining <laughs>